What's up, guys, and welcome to the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about what type of property you should buy first. Was it an investment property or should it be a primary residence? Stay tuned for this one. Hey everyone, I'm Josh Zuniga, co-founder of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics, whether you're an investor, buyer, seller, or flipper. Stay tuned. All right, guys, welcome back. My name is Carl Freund, and here's my electrifying host, Josh Dang, Zuniga. That's good. Yeah. That's really Personality, baby. Yeah. Charisma yeah. last time and electrifying. Just, just oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, anyways. Uh, enough bromance stuff here. Yeah. Let's get uh, right down to the nitty gritty. A lot of people ask me, I know you get the question. Same right? thing, I get it all the time. Probably at least like once or twice a week. Yeah. What Instagram. type of property should I buy? Yeah, on Instagram. Instagram, <laughs> Instagram messages, yeah. Hey, I want to get into real estate, what do I do? Do I buy a house first or do I buy an investment property first? This is a really good question, it's guys. Question. I'm happy that we're answering it today. What is your answer? Because it might be different than mine. We haven't rehearsed this, but we don't rehearse this shit, by the way. This is like yeah. literally one take. Yeah, what is we, your we take a pee break and then we're here. We're back at it. Primary residence. Primary? Yeah. Give me a couple reasons why. I say primary residence for a couple reasons. This is the strategy that I did. One, you can get in for a minimum down payment, anywhere from like 3 to 5% down. Okay. Right? Yeah. If you're doing an investment property, 20% down. Maybe 25. Maybe 25, depending on the property, right? Yeah. And depending, obviously, your qualifications on things. That's a huge chunk, right? An absolute huge chunk. So if I'm going to come in and be, and be strategic because I don't want just one property, I want several properties over the next five 10, 20 years, I'm gonna try and get in for as least money down on the very first property and then see exactly what I have to do to get in and do another property. Maybe if I have to put 20% down, if I have the ability to, but there's also options and ways and strategies where you can probably get into 5% down on the second one. See, well, he's talking about leverage. Yeah. We leverage talked about that again. in a previous podcast. Leverage, leverage is the shit. Exactly, leverage again. What do you say? Ooh, dude, I'm gonna throw a, a, a curveball at you. Curveball? All right, get it. Both. All right, well, hey, I know hey, exactly hey. what I know what he's gonna do. Yeah. I know what he's gonna say. I know what he's gonna say. You're gonna do multifamily. Yes. He's gonna do a triplex. Dude, you're gonna live in one unit. Yes. 100. Yes. So FHA is really smart, FHA and smart. here's what I would do. If I was like starting over, I'm like 23 years old. I got a little bit of cash in my pocket. I got like three and a half percent on a property. Dude, I'm buying a multifamily. Here's the thing. Could be a duplex. Could be a triplex. Could be a fourplex. Up to four units, not five units. Five. You go so commercial. Yeah. Going commercial. So you go up to four units, and the loan limits are really high depending on what part of the country you're in. Different parts of the country is lower, but for the most part, they're pretty dang good. You can buy a nice fourplex in Maricopa County, and I think the loan limit is like 750, maybe 800,000 on FHA right there for a four unit. That's banging, right? And you're gonna need a good low rate. You're gonna get like a 3%, 3.5%. Make sure your credit's good. Yeah, yeah don't fuck up your credit. Yeah. Credit's the most valuable asset, by the way. But then you're only 3.5%. Like if that was an investment property, your rate is gonna be like four and a half or five percent on that Minimum. that fourplex, yeah. right? So live in one and have the other three pay your mortgage. There you go. That shit is genius. That's good, guys. If you have the ability to do something like that and consider, because we brought this up in several podcasts before, if I would have redone things, I definitely would have triplex. You know, four, three, four years ago, but I didn't, right? And I and I started with a condo. No right? regrets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Obviously, multifamily is something that you really want to get in, in, invested into. Yes. If you, and I'll be honest, here within Phoenix, some of the multifamily isn't in the sexiest areas, right? No. Demographic around it isn't, you know, always the best, right? And so you, you might be a little sketched out in some places. But if you're in an area where, hey, you're good with it and you want to live in one of those units, maybe it's like a two, because these are all, they're, 
They can either be like a 2-2 or a 2-1 or like a studio. You know, they're kind of diversified as far as exactly what's in each unit. Mm -hmm. Living in one and having, you know, at least maybe one or two of them pay for the mortgage and you're cash flowing on one of them. Oh, super smart. Genius, right? Genius. And yep. then obviously you have that ability. If you decide to move out into a new primary residence, now you have four units cash flowing. Yeah. Boom. That's banging. That's banging. That's banging. So, I mean, worst case scenario, here's what I would not do. I would not invest into a condo. I know you said that it was your first property. Yeah. HOAs, guys. Because the HOA just eats, HOA eats your freaking so profit, man. It just kills you. Yeah. But get into a smaller single family. We talked about it on a previous podcast, too. Is like I think the smaller, lower-priced single families disproportionately outperform larger single-family properties. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why that is, but you can look and just run the stats on it. Yeah. Uh, lower taxes, lower maintenance usually, you know, um, higher rent per square foot, you know, so there's some interesting things that go on. That's the biggest thing too, because I know even just like having clients from the past over the last five years that are renting, once you pass even $2,000 for rent, you know, like the people are like, eh, no. So if, you, if you're if you able to have a, a smaller mortgage and able to cash flow and you keep your, uh, say your say your rent at $2,000 and you're still cash flowing 500 bucks, people are most, most likely gonna actually um, rent that property out. Because once you get into three and four and $5,000 mortgage payments, your your, your, your pool of rentals or tenants it's actually shoots down. Why you same thing with $6,000 a month in rent. Exactly. Yeah. People under under 400000 or 500000 you have a huge pool of buyers. Once you pass 500000 that buyer shrinks. Yeah, way down. Right, or way down, way yeah. down. So you want to, yeah, like you said, you want to leverage as much yourself as much and put yourself in a good position Absolutely. and be smart with the property that you do buy. So to go back at it, if you're going to buy your first primary residence, if you have the ability to, because not everybody does, and some people aren't, some people are buying their first time home but they're married as well. They're not going to want to live in like a little studio, no. right? So that's the thing. If you're 25, you know, and you have the ability to buy a multifamily and you have the funds to put it down for the property, consider it. If you have, if it makes sense, consider it, okay? If not, then don't go for the condo like I did. Go for a nice single family home, find it in a good area that where the rents are appreciating year over year over year. So when you do decide to move out of that property, maybe in one year or two years, you're gonna at least cash flow a few hundred dollars on that and you're able to put down a minimum of 5% on the next one instead of 20, instead of 20. It's a big one. It's a big difference, leverage. Yeah. Yep. Leverage. So anything else for the guys? No, that was good shit. Yeah. Guys, so if you guys need additional advice on how to do that and how to strategize and how to set up your future, please reach out to us, Carl, Josh, with the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. Until next time, guys, we'll see you and we love you.